Hey, I'm Heather, a chaos coordinator and mom of three young kids. Chaos and cookies is literally my life, with never-ending dishes, laundry, you name it. Being a mom is a blessing, but it also comes with hard days too. Together, we can find the humor and real solutions to lighten your load and clean up the crumbs. You're listening to the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. Hey listeners, it's time for another episode of the Chaos and Cookies podcast. And for you fitness enthusiasts, I'm super excited to have these guests on today. And before I bring them on, I want to give you a little bit of background and their business is called Lavender Lifestyle and it's Ashley Rice and Jocelyn Gaddy. They are NASM certified personal trainers. They're certified nutrition coaches and founders of Lavender Lifestyle. They are sisters, best friends, coaches, but most importantly, they are moms. And, you know, we love our moms on this show. These sisters who are both moms of four have experienced it all. Crazy on the go life, being a full-time working mom, being a stay-at-home mom, pregnancy fitness, postpartum fitness, fad diets, nutritional struggles, and more. Jocelyn and Ashley Both have degrees in health science and have created Lavender Lifestyle to help women step into their power and become who they are or always meant to be inside and out. So we're going to welcome Lavender Lifestyle to the show. Today we have Ashley Rice. Jocelyn Gaddy is on an airplane today, and so we are privileged to have one of their assistant coaches, Christy Starr. So Christy and Ashley, welcome to the Chaos and Cookies podcast. Thank you so much for having us. We are so excited to be on the show today. Yes. I'm Hello. So happy. <laughs> Hi. So I know that, um, before we jump in, I like to do an icebreaker question, but I will just highlight that you and your sister actually both have four kids. Yes, we do. Fun. Are y'all done having kids? I'm done. Um, I, yes, I'm that ship has sailed. I am done. Uh, I don't know about Jocelyn. Uh, I think it depends on the day, but she's probably done too. I don't know. I've, I've always been told to keep it to even numbers. So I have three and they're like two or four. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how that'll go, but I was just, it's funny that you guys, are they close in age? Um, yes. Our kids are like right in line with each other and, um, mine are eight, six, no, eight, seven, four, <laughs> and almost two. My sisters are right around that too. Like they fall pretty much in line with my kids. Yeah. Awesome. And Christy, you have children. Yes, I have two kids. I have a son who is nine and a daughter who is almost six. So I have embarked on school-aged children at school all day, every day. So Thank goodness they're in school. Yeah, right? <laughs> I know. And they're in school. I mean, when yes. we were doing the virtual last year, it was like my kids are seven, six, and four, and it's early childhood. So like schooling, it's reading and writing. And it's like, I can't teach that. Like I could do middle school and high school possibly, but I don't want to teach you how to read and write. Uh, like I'll mess it up. It was a lot of pressure. Yes. That's for sure. So much. Well, before we dive in, I like to ask, so I'll ask you both, what is your favorite cookie and or cookie memory? Oh my gosh. So we have blue chip cookie here and I like pretty much any chip, any flavor of blue chip cookie is just, I mean, they have like the right amount of salt and sweet in there. I can't even explain it. It is so good. Um, and so anything from blue chip. And then what was the other question? I got so like stuck on cookies. (laughs) I was just going to say cookie memory. Do you have a fun cookie memory maybe as a kid? Oh, you know, probably not as a kid. Um, uh, like several years ago, my mom, And my sister and I and my grandma and my cousin and my aunt, we all got together and 
made Christmas cookies and it was just so fun. Like we each brought our favorite recipe with our favorite ingredient, you know, the ingredients that go with it. And we baked Christmas cookies together and then we divided them up and took them home and it was just a lot of fun. And we haven't been able to do that in a long time, you know, so it's, it, that was fun. Awesome. How about you, Christy? Uh, my favorite cookie is probably, so it's kind of weird, but they're date cookies. So my grandmother's recipe of date cookies, because it reminds me of Christmas time. Um, and they're my favorite cookies. And I learned how to make them last year. And it was like the best like moment <laughs> uh, ever learning how to make grandma's cookies. So yeah. And then my favorite cookie memory is similar to Ashley's. My family gets together every Christmas with my mom. She has two sisters and then we all have a bunch of girls my age and my grandma used to before she passed. And we would, uh, we would bake a ton of holiday goodies and we all get together for two days and we just bake and have wine and all the fun. So, so it fun. is a good time for sure. So I <laughs> love Christmas. Um, I will say Christy um, is one, one amazing cook. And so <laughs> there's lots to learn from Christy. Um, but she, she's the coach that has all the yummy recipes that are macro friendly and healthy. And she just knows how to make recipes healthy and delicious. And so we always are learning from Christy. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Well, I'll have to follow and see if I can pick anything up. <laughs> we like to cook. <laughs> yes. And when you have kids, it's like super important because you don't want to feed them, just take out all the time. And yep. um, that's where I learned to cook is through, a, you know, a very easy cookbook because I, my husband was traveling and it was always so hard to like keep up. And if I didn't know how to cook, it was just like terrible microwavable food. And I was just like, I was a, you know, I'm in health and wellness as well. It's like, this is terrible. I can't be like practicing, not practicing what I preach kind of thing. So, you know, it's one of those things. So can you tell me what was going on leading up to creating lavender lifestyle and a little bit behind the name? I'm very interested in that. Okay. Well, first of all, that's a great question because I don't think anybody's asked us about the name. So first of all, the Lavender Lifestyle. My sister, Jocelyn, and I, um, our maiden name is Lavender. And That's so, cool. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And so Did when I got children's married- children's name Lavender? What's that? Did you name any of your kids Lavender? Um, my daughter, Baylor, my last one, um, her middle name is Lavender. And that was actually my husband's idea. He's like, you've got to pass on the name. But when, when we got married, I kind of panicked and was like, oh my gosh, I'm about to lose like the coolest last name ever. So I made it my middle name. I, when I changed my last name. I, I did ahead. the same thing. I moved mine yeah. over too. Cause my yeah. parents have girls. So, you know, oh, so you got to pass it along. Yes. Um, so anyway, so when we, four years ago, Jocelyn and I, this is how the lavender lifestyle came about. Jocelyn and I had, um, just given birth to each of our third kids. Um, they're two weeks apart. They were actually born on the same day, uh, or not born. They were actually due on the same day. Um, but they ended up being born two weeks apart. Um, and so we were just going through the whole postpartum time together. And I think our husbands were working or doing something and we were having dinner together and drinking wine and we were wearing baggy sweatpants and the kids were running around and we were tired and just, we kind of look at each other and we're like, is this really how you envisioned things going? And, and we both kind of laughed 
we're like, this is, we're so far from feeling like ourselves and just, we just felt like we had nothing to give anybody because we were just drained. And so we decided at that moment, we're like, let's make a change. Let's start getting back into shape. And we had a, we have a background in health and fitness management. So it was our degree. Um, we both worked as personal trainers. So it always been a big part of our lives. We were college athletes, um, but we had just gotten so far away from it because Jocelyn was in corporate America. I was a stay at home mom, but we were just so busy and like caught up in being moms. Um, and so we're like, let's make a change. Let's get back to feeling healthy again. Let's make it a priority. So we started with 10 minutes a day of working out three days a week. And we decided to start an Instagram account just to hold ourselves accountable. And um, over time, you know, we mastered that 10 minutes a day, three days a week. And we just, we just increased that until we got up to working out five days a week for 30 minutes at a time. Um, but we documented everything on Instagram and we had women reaching out to us and they're like, what are you doing? You know, how are you doing this? And just asking questions. And we were like, this is an awesome opportunity to really help women do it. You know, we've, we've figured out how to do it. Let's help women do it. Um, and so we started a blog and we called it the lavender lifestyle. Um, and we were blogging for a couple of years and then we decided to start a one-on-one -on -one coaching program to really just help women step into their power. Um, I feel like so many women, you know, didn't, uh, there's so much information out there in, in the diet industry or the, the health and wellness industry. I'm sorry, not diet industry, the health and wellness industry, um, diet culture, you know, that just forces so much misinformation on women. And so we decided to launch a one-on-one -on -one program so that we could really walk women through these habit shifts and these mindset changes that need to happen to really make a change and start a healthy lifestyle. So that's kind of how it all came about. I love that. And the name is great. Cause I was really curious on where lavender came from. I was thinking, I mean, my brain went to like essential oils and lavender and being, you know, easing and like calming and we're like trying to, you know, calm the chaos and trying to fit it all in. That was where I went with it. Uh, which I guess a, I, I like that though. That's a good thought. I mean, why not, right. <laughs> and so when you live the lavender lifestyle, what does that mean? Christy, do you want to take this one or you want me to take it? I'm sorry, I hit unmute and it was just sitting there. So, um, you know, doing the program and learning how to live the lavender lifestyle that we talk about and we teach our clients is really about learning how, like learning your body and learning what to, what to do to have your body work best for you. So like, for example, when I was a client, I was under eating. I wasn't eating the right. I wasn't eating the right foods. I wasn't eating clean. I wasn't eating enough protein. And so it's really about like teaching women and as those clients learning how to identify what food is going to fuel your body to best work for you and figure out how to move your body smarter and not work out longer. <laughs> and I think that's one of the best things, especially when it comes to um, busy moms or busy women as a whole is, you know, you don't have to go to the gym. You know, I used to, I used to be a member of a gym and I would go, I would leave my house at 430 in the morning and for a five o'clock class, I would walk back in the door home till 620. So it's really learning that 
you don't have to have these crazy expectations on yourself. If you can just carve out a little bit of time for yourself to move your body and fuel your body properly, you can really feel better than you ever have before. And that it's livable and it's sustainable because so many times it's like, oh, I'm going to do this program and then it's over. Well, that's, that's not what it is. It's right. really about sustainability and to keep going. I remember like it was a couple of years ago, it was throwing a pool party or something. One of my friends and they were drinking a beer and they're like, oh, you know, the program, that 30 day program I was just on, like it's over and I can finally have a beer. I'm like, whoa, wait, like, great. Okay. Like you're, you're, but don't fall back into it. Like treating yourself after the 30 days. Great. But that what, what good is doing it for three days if you're just not going to continue to do it? Cause that was supposed to be long enough for you to create a habit. Right. And so that's always what happens is they'll fall off and at least knowing or getting your body. Cause I, I haven't worked out in a little while, but I was working out my body now knows and it's like craving it. And it's like, Oh, I need to, and it's pulling me towards it, even though I'm tired and I'm busy. So I know I need to. And so I always have, I tell my clients a five minute rule, like work out for five minutes or move your body for five minutes. And if you don't, feel good and it doesn't feel good to you, then stop. You tried and we'll try again tomorrow. I don't feel like you have to continue, but typically after five minutes, your endorphins start going and your body starts moving. And it's like, Oh, I like this. And you'll get going and you'll finish your 30 minute workout. Right. And I always say, um, action leads to motivation. And so many people think it's the other way around. Well, I'm not motivated. Well, get started. Just don't think about it. Get started and watch that motivation start to happen. Action leads to motivation. And it also, I mean, it's like this, it, it creates momentum. And so then it's easier to keep going, but man, that starting point is the hardest part. So I love that you brought that five minutes up because we say that too, just get started. If you hate it and you're miserable, then you can stop and try again tomorrow. But chances are your body's going to start feeling good. You're going to love it. And you're going to continue. Absolutely. So yeah. And you set yourself up for, for success. For instance, like I am not a morning person at all, but I have to take the kids to school. Like they have to go. And so if I typically, if I take them in my PJs, cause we don't have to get out of the car anymore, just drop them. I'll come home and laze around or possibly go back to sleep because I'm a night owl and I don't get much sleep. But if I set clothes out, like my workout clothes and I get dressed to take them as soon as I come home, I'll flip my computer on and jump right into a workout because after an hour in the car of driving back and forth and getting ready, I'm got my body moving eventually. And I'm like, well, I'm already dressed. So I've eliminated that whole, I don't need to get dressed. Like, Oh, I got to get dressed or whatever. You're, you're ready to go. You just jump in. And so setting yourself up idea about setting out or laying out your clothes too. So if you're somebody who wants to get a workout in, in the morning, lay that out, lay those clothes out. Um, so that's the first thing you see when you hop out of bed and it's so much easier, like it's so much easier just to do it and not talk yourself out of it. Yeah. I I, do that every morning. So yeah, yeah, I'm an early workouter. And so like I, before I go to bed, I lay out my, uh, my outfit. And like this morning I did a long run. And so I had like, I had my water bottle set out in the kitchen. My shoes were like ready to slide on my, you know, AirPods. I'm like, all right, that's, you know, I would have to say no to a lot of things Uh to not go work out. So yeah, yeah, it's good. (laughs) And you're, you're leaving it as a visual. 
Absolutely. Yeah. It's a visual <laughs> reminder. It's also habit stacking. If you need to like place it as a habit. Um, I also, also know yourself, like if you know, you don't work out past one 30, like I know me, like if it's past one 30, I'm most likely not going to work out. Maybe I'll get a walk-in, but most likely I won't because it's too close to when the kids have to get picked up and I'm not going to do it at night. It's just not me. So if I don't get it in a certain time, then you need to know like how to set yourself up. Right. And then also when it comes to, you know, getting dressed, I feel like if I'm in my workout clothes, I feel more guilty if I didn't get one in and I'm still wearing them at three in the afternoon. I'm like, well, I had the intention, but at least the intention was there. Now let's tomorrow. Let's try again, you know, or sleeping them, sleeping them. And then you have, (laughs) there you go. There you go. So, um, well, what are some tips that you have for moms, um, that are maybe also business owners that are trying to control the chaos and set aside time for yourself to work out? So I love this question um, because this is a huge part of like what we teach and why we do what we do. Um, I think so many women, it it seems so overwhelming to get started on a program and they think like, I just don't have the time and that takes so much time. And what we really like to teach our clients and women is that it really doesn't take that much time. Um, You can, if you show up consistently for yourself three days a week, um, and, and get some resistance training workouts in that is going to go so far. That consistency is everything. Um, and if you have more time than, than heck show up for 30 minutes a day, five days a week, but it's really about planning your week out ahead of time, setting yourself up for success, um, and scheduling that time with yourself. Like you would schedule an appointment. And if something comes up and you have to cancel that workout or that time with yourself, you need to reschedule it because you wouldn't just cancel a hair appointment and not reschedule it. Um, so reschedule that workout for yourself, but if you just try to fit it in, like when you can get it in, it's, I can guarantee it's not going to happen. It's got to be a priority. You've got to set time aside. You've got to plan ahead. And again, if you have to miss that time for yourself, you need to make sure you reschedule and show up for yourself because it is the consistency where change happens. And so many of our clients, they don't realize like they're so all or nothing before they come to us. Like they'll hop on this amazing program for two weeks, three weeks, and, and they're going all in six days a week. And then all of a sudden they're like, I can't do this anymore. It doesn't fit in. And I'm, and so they fall off and they never really saw any progress. But if you pull back, find out what works with your schedule. If it's 30 minutes a day, three days a week, 30 minutes a day, four days a week, whatever it may be, but you show up consistently and don't give in and don't quit, you will start to see that change happen. So that's the biggest thing. A hundred percent. And also I think to try to incorporate your kids in it, maybe like take a walk after dinner as a, you know, even just to getting your body movements going, or I have like a PVC pipe for like a bar. And so they watch what we do, right. You are also being a really big example for the kids, especially during COVID when they were home more, um, I would still do my workouts and they would take like a play computer and flip it open. And they'd be like pretending to stretch and be like, I'm going to do my workout. Like clearly they're watching what I'm doing. And so having, and they would try to pick up the weights and that would get me really nervous. So I have like small bean bags or like those hacky sack things that are weighted so they can pick it up safely. If they drop it, it won't hurt them, but they can incorporate it too and help out. Or you're also modeling behavior for them as well. Cause you have to show your kids that you can work hard and also take care of yourself and that if you're making a priority. Absolutely. Yes. And I love that because, um, 
my kids are always working out with me or they're laying on top of me and just making it, you know, really difficult. Challenging. <laughs> yeah. But, um, they do see it and they do like this weekend, um, we were at the farm with my parents and my sister and Christy are actually training for a half marathon. They're writing a program together and Jocelyn had to get some run, some running in and all of our kids were there with us and, and they all wanted to run with Jocelyn. And so she challenged them to run for a mile. I think she, I don't even know how long she had to run. She had to run multiple miles, but they all got in and ran a mile with her. And she told them she'd buy them a treat if they completed the mile. And so they were so driven to get that mile run in. And it was so cool to watch them do it. And then the look on their face, how proud they were of themselves for sticking it out and finishing. Um, it was really cool. And I love teaching them that, you know, I love to teach them to challenge themselves and enjoy working out. Um, because I think so many people think it has to be boring or, you know, but teaching them at a young age that it's really fun and challenging and cool. It was fun to watch. How do you get around the structure? Cause you know, when you hear workout, you're like, Oh, I don't do weights. I don't want to do yoga. I don't want to run, you know, working out looks very different to many people. And also, a lot of the times, like with my clients, they've got, I've, I have had several spinal surgeries, so I can't do deadlifts. So I have to do modifications and low impact. So working out looks different in so many ways. I do love this question too, um, because Jocelyn says all the time, you have to find something you enjoy or you're not going to continue doing it. And so you don't, don't feel like you have to do a certain thing and that's the only way you can get results. Um, again, it's just about consistently showing up and moving your body. We, we do talk about how important resistance training is. Um, building muscle is what is going to lead to lean tissue in the body. And that's what's going to boost the metabolism and help you burn fat um, so that you can eat more and still get results. Um, but there are so many different forms of resistance training. I mean, you could do yoga, you could do Pilates, you could do um, weights, you can do resistance bands, you can use TRX. Uh, equipment. I mean, there are so many ways to incorporate, you can use body weight, so many ways to incorporate resistance training. Um, it's really just about moving against some form of resistance so that you can build muscle and muscle will burn fat. Um, so just find something you absolutely enjoy. And, and Christy and I were just talking about this today. She's like, there's something so freeing about going for a run. I love it. Well, Christy came up, uh, Christy, I'll let you tell the story how, where you came from and how you started incorporating resistance training. And yeah. Yeah. So I think it's also, you know, where you have to find something you love. I think being open to new things to get, you know, to get the results you want to achieve. I was a runner and I just, I ran, I ran, I ran, I ran. I would run long, I would run short. Um, and I just wasn't getting any results anymore. I was restricting my food. Um, and I was just like, gosh, like what, like, what do I have to do to get these, to get anywhere. Um, and as you get older, of course, it gets, it gets more challenging. Um, and so I, you know, when I talked to Joss, when I was thinking about doing the program, you know, she's like, you can keep running, but you know, I want you to try to do the resistance training. And not only did I find out that, you know, by building muscle, you, you know, obviously burn fat faster. And I was getting the results I wanted to see, but my run, you know, I, I became a better runner because when you start to work those muscles, um, and strengthen yourself, you really, 
um, you really can excel in the areas of working out that you, that you do enjoy. And like running is something I enjoy. So I've been able to continue that and become a better runner because of the resistance training. So being open to that and having our clients be open to, to the resistance training to help uh, build their muscles, I think is a really, is really key and, and exciting to see because you, you realize you're stronger than you think for sure. Yeah, for sure. So what, let's get, dive in a little bit on the program that you offer. Cause you mentioned macros earlier. A lot of my listeners, uh, do the program that I, I coach, which is very, it's macro. We, we based off macros, we based off carb cycling, we do it, um, you know, intermittent fasting. So what it sets you guys apart for, um, your, your workouts and for your, you know, tactics. <laughs> okay. So, um, we start our clients off with, um, tracking macros. Um, but we do, we do more of like, um, macro flex tracking. So we really just focus in on proteins and protein, I'm sorry, and calories at the beginning, just to keep it kind of simple and not to overwhelm our clients. Um, but we are so big on small changes over time and that leads to long-term success and sustainability. So we're never going to just have a client come in and just assign them macros that they need to hit right away. Um, we usually do, we do a lot of assessing, trying to figure out where our clients are um, starting out. And then we help them just make small tweaks each week to their program so that they're able to see progress, but also maintain it. And so it doesn't seem so overwhelming or it doesn't suck. Like we are big on, this is a lifestyle. We want you to eat the foods. We want you to go to the party. We want you to take a vacation and we want you to enjoy it. So you're not ever having to restrict. You're not ever having to go without. Um, and so, yes, we want you to try to fit in your macro, stay within your macros or stay within that protein and calorie goal. Um, but you can also indulge and enjoy yourself. So it's, it's a lot of freedom too. But, um, so we start off assessing, we take a look at where they're at and then where, you know, how we can slowly increase the protein. Usually a lot of our clients come to us not eating enough protein. So slowly increasing their protein over time. Um, and then another focus of ours is really incorporating whole natural foods while cutting out, um, or Process. limiting the processed foods or the packaged foods. Um, but then we know, you know, we're busy moms. Sometimes you got to pull from a package. And in fact, I have, I'm eating an RX bar right now, but it's really educating our clients on what to look for. So we always say, look at the ingredients before you even look at the um, nutrition information, because that will tell you what's in there. If it's a long drawn out name that you can't pronounce or you don't understand, yeah, yeah. it's more heavily processed. You're not going to digest it. Um, that's going to lead to inflammation. I mean, there's so many things that, that, you know, those chemical sounding processed ingredients are going to do to your body that are, that's not going to help you towards your goals. So, I tell that to my clients too. Like if you can't read it, if you don't know what it is, then put it back. Like then it's not something you should be eating and it shouldn't have more than like five ingredients. Absolutely. Yes. Less is more. Um, and, and make sure they're whole foods that you can understand and pronounce. So that's, that's really what we focus on. But over time we teach our clients how to, um, 
eat mindfully. So that's the goal at the end of the day is we, we start them off tracking so that they can figure out what a balanced meal looks like, how it works for their body. Um, and, and it's a lot of tuning into what your body is telling you because your body will tell you exactly what it needs. And then it's, you're not fighting your body. You get into a flow with your body and then you're able to get your body working for you instead of against you. And you really start to get results. Um, and then once you figure out what it is and how your body likes to eat and what, what helps your body to thrive, then we kind of transition our clients to mindful eating so that they can just eat based on how they feel. What, um, do you have an app that you specifically use for macro tracking? Um, we just have our clients use my fitness pal and it, it syncs with our app and then we're able to see their food intake so that we can really give them feedback on those food choices that they're, that they're eating. Yeah. It's a great app for Mm -hmm. sure. Christy, did you want to add anything to that? Yeah, I just was going to kind of piggyback on the, you know, the transition to mindful eating. I think that becomes a very, um, you know, freeing piece for our clients to not be like, all right, well, you're just going to track food for the rest of your life. Like if you want results, you have to track. Like I'm a very type A personality. So still like probably two days a week, sometimes three, depending on my week. Um, you know, I track my food still just because I, I like to know. Um, but you know, I, I also know those days I'm not tracking that I'm reaching for the right foods because you learn how to listen to your body. And you've also learned like what foods you should be reaching for. Um, but watching clients who have perhaps done, you know, other programs where they've tracked and the end result is to keep tracking. If you want to continue to maintain, to be like, okay, we're going to, you know, we're going to trial mindful eating. I just transitioned a client the other day and she was like, oh my gosh, I love it. And like, she's doing super good. She's still getting results. And so I think it's, I think it's really empowering when a client can see the results because they're just doing what, what feel, what their body needs and feels right. So I I love that Christy said too, um, that she still tracks every once in a while, because that is something too, that we tell our clients, like, this is always a tool you can come back to. If you feel like you've gotten away from it or you're not, you know, maybe you've hit a plateau and you're not sure why, or you, you know, you can always go back and track and, and you can look at how you're eating and you can make changes based on what you've learned in our program, what, um, what, what you're currently eating and then what your body's telling you and how you're feeling and you can make those adjustments. And so it's such a great tool to always be able to come back to as well. It's like a good self-check to just double check on what you're eating or making sure you're also eating enough. Maybe you fell back into your not eating enough habit, but also I always tell my clients too: don't focus on the external things. And also just to start noticing the small changes. Like when I went on the program before I became a coach, I, um, for faster way, I noticed my sleeping. Like I wasn't getting up at three o'clock every single night. Like I was like, I was sleeping through the night. That was actually my first noticeable change. So you'll see changes before you see physical changes when it comes to like appearance. 100%. Yes. And that's what we try to tell our clients. Like do not focus on the scale. Do not focus on your appearance those things will come, but your goals need to be those actionable goals that you have control over. And that's showing up for your workouts or, um, reaching for whole natural foods or, you know, those things that you can control that, like you said, are going to make you feel better. They're going to make you sleep better. They're going to help you with your digestion or your gut health. Um, but you are consistent without over time, those physical changes just fall into place. And it's a really cool thing when that starts to happen. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. Well, this was super fun to talk about because it's 
right in line with, you know, all of what I teach and what I also believe. And it's been really great having you ladies. And I would love for you to share where they can, um, the listeners can find out more about you or maybe set it up a call with you uh, to learn more about the lavender lifestyle. Yes. Um, thank you so much for having us. We've really enjoyed chatting with you and getting to know more about you and, and, um, and everything that you do too. Um, so the lavender lifestyle, you can find us. We're very active on Instagram. Um, it's the underscore lavender underscore lifestyle. Um, and if you do reach or if you do come and check us out on Instagram, please shoot us a quick DM and let us know that, that you listen to the podcast. We love to interact with um, anybody in our audience and we'd love to say, Hey, and then if you have any questions, of course, we'd love to answer those as well. Um, or you could follow our website. We have a blog. We also have lots of workouts and free resources on our Instagram, but then we have a blog with lots of free resources as well. Um, and that's the lavender And we have a newsletter we send out weekly. We have lots of free challenges and things that you can get involved in. So definitely check that out. And then Christy, you want to share your Instagram handle as well? I'm uh, just Christy Starr, uh, K-R-I-S-T-R-S-T-A-R-R, Christy Starr Get Fit. So um, on there, and that's, I post a lot of uh, the recipes, um, food I make, along with uh, the complete macro breakdown, uh, ideas for for family-friendly meals, because I refuse to make like four different things for for Oh, 100%. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's the one thing too. It's like, who wants, and we have all these kids and you're just like, no, that's what I'm making. Yep. Yep. People are like, how do you get your kids? I'm like, well, you know, it was a a battle for a bit, but you know, now tonight we're having blackened rockfish bowls and they'll have blackened rockfish bowls right. constructed. So right. exactly. all, again, just like with adults, consistency is key. Like we tell our clients, it is for kids too, you know, just, you have to teach them. So I do love to find recipes that, you know, can be, uh, adults can enjoy. And then we can, we can share with our kids. Cause I think that's a huge important thing as moms is to teach our kids a healthy lifestyle as well. We can also use the tactic, which is what I use is if you don't eat that for dinner, that's your breakfast because that's all I'm making. And they typically will take a couple of bites because they're like, I don't want to eat this for breakfast because I I will. I will take it out and be like, here. Here's I have dinner. never used that, but that is going to be my new thing. I love that. Like, it like, like, so you're not going to have a snack if you don't eat dinner. And they're like, I don't want a snack. I'm like, <laughs> and breakfast. Yeah. That or the lunches. If they come home with their lunchbox still filled and they want a snack, what's left over in your lunchbox? Because I took the time to make that. You're going to eat it before you get anything else out. And it always the next day their lunchbox is completely empty. Now, do I know if they ate it or did they just dump it in the trash? Who knows? But they did know to come home with an empty lunchbox. Yes. Okay. I like it. I I mean, Hey, it's, it's, it works, but you know, if we're having like chicken nuggets or something for now, I'm like, do you really want that for breakfast? Like, are you going to battle me right now? No, like let's eat it. So then we can move on with our night or you're going to have that with your, you know, orange juice in the morning or whatever. (laughs) Well, thank you ladies so much for being here. Uh, and I hope we can uh, get uh, Jocelyn on one day soon and come back and we'll uh, make sure that we put everything in the show notes for everyone to find you and to definitely follow along on your Instagram. So there's some challenges coming up and, you know, for the holidays and things like that too. So I really appreciate you guys being here. Thank you so much for having us. It's been awesome. 
Um, yeah, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> so welcome. And thank you for listening to another episode of the Chaos and Cookies podcast. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Chaos and Cookies podcast. If you want more goodies and friends to share them with, follow the crumbs to the Facebook group or visit the Chaos and Cookies website to grab my sweet secrets on how to calm your cookies. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. See y'all next week for another episode of Chaos and Cookies.